Good morning. It is good to have this number out with us for for a worship service on this beautiful Lord's Day morning. And it's difficult to not say first half, so I'll have to get used to that for a little while. But uh, it is a, definitely an honor to be standing before you this morning and proclaiming the Word of God. Something popped into my mind a few days ago, and it was a question that Jesus Christ asked. He asked his disciples, and we need to ask ourselves a similar question, not so much as Christ asking his disciples this question. So we find this question in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 13. So if you have your Bibles, be opening up there with me. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 13. Christ asked this question to his disciples as he has been teaching, as he's been encouraging, as he's been teaching the kingdom of God and the things that we should do to come to him and to enter into his kingdom. He asked his disciples this question. Verse 13, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that the Son of Man am? Right? Jesus says, Who do men say that I am? Who do men out there in the community that you're in com- come in contact with say that I am? Well, the answer is going to be kind of different. Right? Today we see so many folks looking at Christ and they can come up with multiple different examples of who Christ is. They can come in multiple examples of what he taught on how to get to God and his kingdom and the person who we should resemble. We hear multiple answers of that. There's only one answer. To look like Christ is to be Christ. To live out a life that reflects Jesus Christ's life himself. We need to look at the life that he lived. We need to look at his obedience to his heavenly father. And then we look at ourselves and ask that question. Who am I? Well, first off, let's look at Christ's uh, encounter here with his disciples. Of course, some of these, especially the one that speaks up, and most of the time opens his foot and sticks his foot, opens his mouth and sticks his foot in his mouth, Peter. Verse 14. So he said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah. And others, Jeremiah, or or one of the prophets. See, there you have multiple answers of Christ asking the question, who do people say that I am? So folks is talking about Christ, but they're unsure of who he is. But then he asks his disciples, but who do you say that I am? There you go. There you go. Who do you say that Christ is today? Who do you as his disciples, as you as God's children say that Jesus Christ is. And I don't mean by audibly saying it. I don't mean by saying, well, Jesus Christ is the Lord. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's what Peter's going to say, but not as us to say it out loudly, much as living it. The type of lifestyle that we live, as we have Christ abiding in us because we are the temple of God. Do we look like Christ? By our actions, the things that we say, the way that we treat one another, which is faltering today, the way people treat one another. Look at it. Who do we say Jesus Christ is? Do we call him Lord? By our actions. Let's look at Peter's answer in verse 16. Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
This is the one time that Peter didn't open his mouth and stick his foot in it. He comes a little bit later, but not this time. He answers truly and honestly from his heart. He says, you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. And look at what Christ says in response to that answer. Jesus answered and said to him in verse 17, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. All right, let's stop right there before we finish that answer. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. What he's saying is, men didn't do it. Yeah, but Christ did these wonderful things and he, and he did uh, miracles and he healed people. He made the dead to rise. That was God. That was the Spirit of God abiding in the flesh and blood that was walking amongst men that done those things. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Look at that answer. So Peter says, you're the Son of the living God, and Christ says, well, I didn't reveal this to you. God in heaven did, for I proceeded forth from God. Remember, he told his other disciples that in a different encounter. He says, I proceeded forth from the Father. Therefore, he says, God sent me to reveal this to you. And verse 18. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Peter's confession. Peter's understanding of who Christ was, at that time he was, he is. Christ says, that's the rock we're going to build my church on. That's what we're going to follow. That's what we're going to be adherence to. Is that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and only through him can we have everlasting life. Period. Peter realized that. Christ seen Peter's faith and he said, upon that, upon your faith, I'm going to build my church. As we ask ourselves that question, who am I? Well, what does your faith look like? Is your faith strong enough to be adherent to God's word no matter what? Keep your finger there in Matthew chapter 16 as we turn back over to Joshua. I gave you a little bit of heads up this morning in Joshua. <laughs> That's right. Keep your finger because we're going back to Matthew. Look at what said. Look at what God tells Joshua. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Think about the shoes that Joshua is about to have to fill. Think about that for just a second. Look at what all Moses has done. 
Like I said, I gave you a sneak peek this morning in the Bible class. Look at what Moses did for Israel. He brought them out of bondage, right? He brought plagues upon the greatest nation and crushed everything that they believed in. You want to believe in a river? I'll turn it to blood. You want to believe in your descendants and your, your heritage? I'll kill your firstborn. And so forth. You believe that there's going to be riches upon riches upon riches and we're never going to go hungry because our, our fields are full. I'll bring a famine. God crushed everything that they believe in through Moses. Moses did that with him standing there with his rod. He made the Red Sea part, of course. That's, that's the big one, right, that you think of? And he encouraged the children to turn from their ways as he walked through the wilderness. But they did not adhere. So we see those shoes needing to be filled, and there's Joshua. God telling him, go fill those shoes. Now keep in mind, God has been preparing Joshua for a long time. Every time you see Moses there, and remember the tabernacle when, the, when Israel was disobedient to God and the tabernacle was cast out and they had to go meet in the tent outside? Well, Moses went to that tent and whenever he left, who stayed? Joshua. God had been preparing Joshua for a while to lead. He had been preparing him a while for this instance right here to fill Moses' shoes. And notice what else, notice what else is said. Down there in verse 6. Be strong and of good cheer, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance to the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. And then verse 7 carrying on. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn, for, turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you may go. This book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it. We need to take notice of that word, meditate. Day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you, shall, you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. And then verse 9. Look at verse 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage, do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Uh-oh, look at there. All the things that Moses did by the power of God, Joshua has God. If he adheres to the word, and Joshua does. Of course, you continue on looking at the history of Joshua when they send those 12 spies out and two comes back and says, we can beat those big, we can do this. They wanted to stone them and believe the 10. Joshua was one of the two. So we look at God being with Joshua because Joshua was obedient to God. He trusted in God. He was ready, willing, and able to follow God. Now look at us. Turn back to Matthew chapter 16. 
Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say this to that, and I say also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. That is, Satan will not prevail against the church if we don't let him. I said we as in here in 2022. Because false teaching has creeped into the church. The scripture reading this morning from Psalms 26 referred to integrity. Integrity. How is our integrity? Is it intact? But without it, nothing else matters. Right? So when we look at ourselves, do we look like Peter? Let's, let's back off just a little bit. Do we look like Peter enough to see the teachings from Christ to realize that he's the Son of God? And to know that he offers us everlasting life if we're obedient unto him. To abide in his love and keep his commandments. Until we breathe our last and that gift of everlasting life is given unto us. And that's an encouragement. I don't understand why society is ready to cast spirituality off or cast off the teachings of Jesus Christ. He offers something so much better than this life. Because this life, we have pain, we have suffering, we have death, we have iniquity, we have so much better in heaven. We yearn for those things that Christ offers us. Well, we should. Society says, I want to look like the devil. I want to make the devil my father. You know what Christ said to those Jews? He told them plainly, the devil is your father. Well, they thought God was their father. They thought Abraham was their father. Not so much. Christ revealed unto them. <laughs> they were not. But Satan, because of their works, because of the way they live their lives. Look at Joshua. We look at the example there of Joshua having to fill some really big shoes. You and I have got some really big shoes to fill as well. Our Lord and Savior's shoes. That is going out and teaching his kingdom to the lost. To encouraging those out there who are lost to come unto him. That shining light that we've been referred to as children of light. And what a blessing it is to be a child of God. To know that we can lay our head down on our pillow and have peace. Have peace of mind through his son to know that our sins are forgiven when we repent of them. Isn't that wonderful? But unfortunately, we see Peter, well, unfortunately, on the other end of that spectrum, on one end we see Peter giving that confession that you're the son of living God. And on the other end of that spectrum, we hear folks Saying that's a hard saying in John chapter 6. That's a hard saying of partaking of your flesh and drinking of your blood. We can't do those things. He wasn't referring to the physical. He was giving it as an example. As a representation of his life. As a representation of his sacrifice for our sins to be remitted. This is a hard saying. We can't follow those things. They walked away and never walked with him ever again. John 6 and 66. That's why I say on the other end of that spectrum, people are doing that today. You want me to give up my Sundays? You're going to take me away from the river? 
You're going to take me out of the bars? You're going to take my alcohol away from me? You're going to take my cigarettes away from me? That's exactly what he's saying. Giving up those things that cause us to stumble. You mean to tell me that adultery is bad and I can't do it anymore? Is exactly what he's saying. Fornication, you can't, I can't participate in. No, you cannot give those things up. For they will condemn you on judgment day, unrepented. Christ's blood is extended to every one of us. We just have to come to him. If you don't believe that, read, read 1 John chapter 1. On into verse, uh, chapter 2 and about three verses into chapter 2. To know what it is to sin and not do it. Revelations 2.10 offers that everlasting life. If we're faithful unto death. I want us to look within ourselves and ask that question to ourselves that Christ asked his disciples. Who am I? Who do people say that we are? Do they say we look like Christ? Or can they not see him at all? I seriously hope we're out there in the community and Christ is just glowing from us. Encouraging the lost to come to it. Encouraging those who are stepped out of his bounds, that is, once was saved and now have turned their backs on him, just like John 6 and 66. They've turned their backs and never walked with him ever again. Encourage those folks to come back. Because if they don't come back, they're going to be lost. Know that we can be standing after judgment day in a lake of fire with that thought in our mind, well, I didn't have to be here. I should have made those changes. I should have stayed faithful to God. I should have adhered to His Word. I should have dove into it and studied it more. But at that time, should have, could have, would have. All past tense. To know we don't have to stand before our Heavenly Father to hear those horrible words, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. We ain't got to hear those words. We have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to be like Peter. To say, you are the living God. I'm going to adhere to your words. And I said a little bit further in that story that he sticks his foot in his mouth one more time. Look at, the reason why I say that is look down there in Matthew chapter 16. And verse 21... 22 and 23. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. Christ just told him it was going to happen. He just told him it's got to happen. So Peter was a little bit confused, wanting to know, well, wait a minute, you mean you're going to go into, you're going to go, actually go into the city knowing that you're going to suffer many things and be killed for doing the things that you're doing? No, we ain't going to let that happen to you. Of course, that was Peter. Opened his mouth and sticking that foot in there. That's what does Jesus Christ say? Get, they, they turned, but, but he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Ooh, ouch. Previous to this, he was telling God, or telling Christ that you are the Son of the living God. Now he's abiding with Satan. Uh-oh, get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. And so many times, people today let the things of men come between them and their salvation. 
and almost Peter right there. And keep in mind, Peter was the one who died, denied Christ three times. Three times he lied and cursed. He, he double sinned, if there's a such thing. He double sinned at the last when he began to curse. I don't know this man, nor was I with him. I don't know who he is. He knew him. He just didn't want to have to endure the things Christ was enduring. He was afraid. Because if he'd have spoke up, they said, well, he was with him. Crucify him too. He was afraid of that instance. So he denied him three times. And that third time, what's happened? He looks up at Christ and Christ looks at him. And what did he go? He went outside and he wept bitterly. He had denied his Lord and Savior. He had denied the very person who said was the son of the living God. In reflection to you and I, that's the reason why I asked, do we look like Peter? Our faith is really high today and faltering tomorrow. It needs to be picked up. It needs to be lifted up. If you go on after Christ's resurrection, he looks at Peter. He's face to face with him. And what does he ask him? Do you love me? Peter says, well, yes, I love you. He says, do you love me? I'm holding my second finger up those who can't see. Do you love me? He says, yes, I love you. The third finger, do you love me? Peter says, yes, I love you. I love you. Three times. He sinned three times, and he told Jesus that he loved him three times. He got forgiveness of those sins. And he was able to move forward in his spirituality. And look at Peter on the day of Pentecost. As he got up and preached the word, as he got up and preached the Son of God, keep in mind, those Jews who already knew, believed in Jesus, they were this close to being Christians. They just needed to, so to speak, get wet for the remission of their sins. They needed to be baptized. They just wasn't aware of it yet. The same Peter here in Matthew chapter 16 saying, you are the son of the living God. The same Peter who denied Christ as he's going to the cross, he denied him. And the same Peter that says, do you love me? Well, answered, yes, I do. We can get forgiveness of our sins, folks. We have a loving God. We have a just God. And he's really willing and able to receive you back if you have faltered, if you have stepped outside of his covenant, if you have walked away, if you turned your back to him, you can come back with a repentant act and with a confession of that sin. And you pray to God he'll forgive you that sin. That confessional part, if it's done publicly, repent of that sin as publicly as possible. Let folks know that you have stopped doing those things or started doing those things that's pleasing in the eyes of God. So we look at Peter and he makes that confession. And we also couple that with Jonah and those huge shoes he had to fill that being Moses' servant. Those shoes that we have to fill today are Jesus Christ. Us as children of God, are we doing the things that God is pleased of us? We may have frayed away, we may have faltered, we may have stepped away. This is a wonderful opportunity to get right in the eyes of God. We made a mention of it this morning. Hey, when is salvation, by the way? Uh, I don't know. Do you know? Nobody knows. The disciples even asked Jesus Christ and asked him, when are these things going to be? He's talking about the end of times. Christ says, well, I don't know. Only the Father in heaven knows. Nobody knows when he's coming back. But that day is coming. Are we ready? 
Are we prepared? Or have we fallen in the eyes of the men of in the eyes of men? Because those things of the earth will condemn us on judgment day. Hearing those words, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. That that terrifies me. To know there's going to be some lost folks, a lot of lost folks, to hear those words. That don't have to be of us of our number. If you're listening to this message, if you're looking at my face, this morning is a wonderful time to get right in the eyes of God if you are outside of it. Whether it be baptism or repentance. Do you need prayers? Do you need encouragement? We're ready, willing, and able to serve you. Because there's no better time to get right in the eyes of God than right now. Because the scriptures tell us, do not let the sun set on your wrath to God. The sun is shining. It's the start of a br- another wonderful day. But are you, are you outside of Christ? Have you been immersed for the, bat- for the remission of sins? Have you done so and took in that short walk with Satan? Do you need to come back? Just as Peter answered, yes, I love you, three times. He got forgiveness so as you and I can get forgiveness as well. We need to look within ourselves and ask ourselves, who am I? Can we not answer Jesus Christ? Let's make that change as we stand and we'll sing a song of invitation.